Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. Miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello there, this is I Miss You Man. I'm here with my friend Dylan. How are you doing, Dylan? We didn't thank Mark last week, Lonnie. Oh my goodness. Emergency, emergency. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Mark, for thank last week, or the Quantum Leap episode, whenever this comes out. Mm. And thank you for this episode. Thanks, Mark. Good work. My name's Lonnie. I've got my podcast. <laughs> oh, podcast? <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> I've got my podcast pants on and I'm ready to record a podcast with you, Dylan. Okay? Well, I should hope so. I should hope so. Although I always picture you know, not wearing pants on when we're doing podcasts. So not wearing pants. the image. Hmm, okay. We can change that. <laughs> oh, hello. Hello, Priscilla. <laughs> How you doing today, Dylan? I'm doing great, Lonnie. I've got to see my nan today. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was lovely. She dropped in for a bit, mm. had a little chat. Does she listen to the show? I don't think so, but that's that's all right. She doesn't have to. She's paid her dues in life. That's true. She's done enough for us here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, if she, if you were to convince her to watch the show, Dylan, or to listen to the show, what would you say the show's all about? I'd say, Nan, listen to this. I've got a show with my friend Lonnie. And each week, we take each other through a topic that could be anything. Could be life, pop culture, and everything in between. And she said, that's nice, darling, and keep going. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully we get her one day listen to an episode. I will say. Today, Dylan, it is my time to shine. Oh, like it is 50% of the time, morning. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you, don't, you can't shine this week, Dylan. Okay, um, fine. I have asked you to look at some of the funniest comedy sketches of all time. Mm. Now, okay, it can feel like you've already pushed back a bit on this one. Now, not necessarily the best comedy sketches. You said they're the funniest of all time <laughs> just two seconds ago. What do you mean? <laughs> Maybe they're not even the best episode, like best sketches from these comedians in particular. Oh, no. But they're definitely some of the comedy sketches that I've enjoyed the most and the ones that I could remember when I was putting this episode together for you. <laughs> okay. So, right. Dylan, we've got Mitchell and Webb. We've got Mr. Show, Monty Python, Auntie Donna, and then another video, which is one of the weirdest videos ever put to film. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. Mm. Now, before we get to that, Dylan, are you a fan of sketch comedy in general? Yeah, 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 in general. Um, I don't delve into it too much, but um, I love Arnie Donna. Mm -hmm. They're my boys. <laughs> um, you know, I love Mitchell and Webb. Peep Show is one of my favourite shows of all time. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, no. 
On the odd occasion, it tickles the right muscle, Wonny. Yeah, I'm with you. I would say I like, obviously, like the episodes we're talking about today and the show we're talking about today. I also like sketch comedy as a concept, but I don't like seek it out necessarily. But, you know, there obviously there's some classic comedy bits out there and, you know, anyone who's kind of interested in film and comedy and history of film history, you watch a bit of Monty Python eventually. Um, mm. And in recent years, there's been... Um, cool show called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson on Netflix, which is good. Archie Donner, obviously, they're the, probably the most famous exponents of the sketch comedy genre in Australia right now. Um, so what do you think makes a good comedy sketch, Dylan? Has to be funny. <laughs> Tick. Yes, I, I would agree. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, it has to be funny. It has to be something that hasn't been done to death before. Hmm. Something that's not cliche, or if it is cliche, turning it on its head. Yep. I think a good sketch can be very satisfying because it can get to like the very heart of the joke very quickly, and it has to because it's not very long. You know, generally two, three minutes, so you you can't be mucking around. Um, and I think that would make it quite difficult to pull off in a satisfying manner because the time is so limited. You know, in a, in a wider film or sitcom, you kind of have a narrative to, to throw around the joke. But with a sketch comedy, you've got to be on and out, nail it very quickly, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, all comedy are like sketches where there's, like, an interesting point being made. But I think what I've found looking at these episodes, all these sketches that I've picked from the episodes for you this week, it's pretty much I just like when there's a good idea and it's done well. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No, and I think that sums up the, the sketches here today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's any successful thing, a good idea done well. So, Well, you know you know what I mean. Not like it's a wordplay or something about, you know, funny wigs and dancing and stuff. I just yeah, like not cliche, ones. as I said. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same wavelength, mate. Okay, that's good. Okay, let's put our minds together and talk about some of these then, eh? Oh, very nice. <laughs> You fucking legend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, I thought we could begin with Mitchell and Webb. Oh, the boys. The boys. We mentioned uh, Peep Show recently in our college episode. Mm. Obviously, that's more the sitcom end of, of comedy. Um, have you watched much of that Mitchell and Webb look? No, no. All I've seen from them is Peep Show. Um mm. I watched the first episode of Back, which is their most recent series. I'm not really liking that too much. Right. Um, yeah, I, I haven't ever bothered with that one, to be honest, even though I love the boys. But. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's mm. not great. But, um, yeah, I can't see them as anything except Mark and Jeremy. Yeah. Jez and Mez, the old dude <laughs> brothers. <laughs> ah, ah. <Yeah>. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny to me because I think I, I, I definitely watched Mitchell at first. The, the, oh, really? The sketch comedy show before Peep Show. Okay. So, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So, but I can I'm see how you... glad you agree on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking about interesting in the sense of when you see somebody, like an actor or a character, as something first, sometimes hard to shake that. Yeah, um, no, fair. Well, after going back to this and watching it, did you just see Mark giving a best man speech? <laughs> He's definitely leaning into his um his character. His his character is in Dave Mitchell's character of Mark from Peep Show, but also his persona, I must to say, as 
a guy who goes on a rant every now and then, which he does that <laughs> in his acting work, but also on his like panel so, shows that he does in it's the just UK. Him. Yeah, it's just him, basically. <laughs> yeah. Now, so this is the wedding speech. Now, I'm going to um, link all these. They're all available on YouTube and streaming and stuff, so I'm going to link them in our show notes if you want to watch mm. them and watch along with us. Could you describe what happened in the wedding speech, Dylan? Um, well, basically, he's like giving a a best man speech. It just fucking goes off the rails. Like he just gets caught up in obsessing that because um, um, the husband says that the wife is the most beautiful woman in the world. And he's like, well, she's not. I mean, let's be honest. Like I'm not being rude, but she's not. <laughs> like statistically, and it just just snowballs from there. Yeah, it, 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 that's that's like a funny idea about like you go to a wedding. And it was people making speeches, and it's always like, I'm here with the most beautiful um, woman in the world, and, and she's like, I've met the best man ever, and like, and I'm, I made him my husband. And it is like, obviously, if you're going to be pedantic, as Mark says, like, you're top half, but you're not obviously the most beautiful <laughs> woman ever. <laughs> and then, no. and then um, the, 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 the husband's like, well, you know, she's beautiful to me. And he's like, well, that's good. Like, you know, you're supposed to think that, but honestly, <laughs> you know, a really, really nice line here I always liked about this is that, you know, she's not the most beautiful woman in the world. You just fancy her more than she is objectively attractive. And then people start booing in the crowd and he's like, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And the, and the line a bit after that where, he, where Mark says, oh, Mark. <laughs> It's me. It's Mark. It's Mark. <laughs> it's yeah. Mark. If Mark didn't have crippling social anxiety, if Mark just got out there and could say what he wanted to say at all times, you know. Oh, he could do it on occasion if he could drive up and up. But I see what you're saying. Yeah. This is actually it's a it's a comedy sketch and it's a comedy line, but it's quite beautiful in some ways. Where he says, two people who are a little bit deluded in each other's favourite. That's what love is. <laughs> you know, that is true. People who love each other, but well, they probably have any right to objectively that is what people are in love about you know so yeah yeah true true you want to break it down and mm. yeah ruin it's the magic good. yeah yeah basically so um yeah like me dylan from now on whenever you go to a wedding and um you see the speeches happen you'll think of this um sketch comedy oh yeah yeah um if you want to check out some other things rich and web um the characters of that i like from the from the sketch show the Surprising Adventures of Sir Digby Chicken Caesar, always pretty funny. Um, there's a queer show that's set after the apocalypse. Um, <laughs> again, another good idea. There's a parody of like 70s um, bawdy sitcoms from the from the UK um, called Get Me Henny More, which is pretty good. Henna More, perhaps, I might say it. And there's another funny one, like this one, the wedding one, isn't a recurring sketch. The other ones are recurring sketches. Um but it's like a policy, like government analysts. They're talking about, you know, ways to, to help get the economy going, or whatever. And it's yeah. and it's um Dave Mitchell as the guy, and he's like, "Have we tried killing the poor?" <laughs> he's like, I'm not, "I'm not saying do it, but we have we have we run the numbers yet?" <laughs> and uh, that you know, again, another funny idea that they they sort of you know eke out some good comedy from. And probably the most famous of these sketches is. Are We the Baddies? Have you seen that one? No, no. What's it about? It's uh, two guys that were there in World War Two, and they're in the trenches or one of the world wars. And the state of Mitchell, he looks at all their, all their gear and looks at their uniforms and whatever. He's like, 
are we the baddies? And they're like, of course not the baddies. Like, we've got skulls on our costumes. (laughs) (laughs) I think we might be the bad guys. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds funny. Yeah, yeah. I'll give that a watch, definitely. All right, go for it. All right. Pause the episode. (laughs) Here we go. Nah. Nah, that's all right. Let's get going, hey? Oh, right, okay, me. I thought maybe we could move on to the audition. Great. <laughs> okay, thank you. No, I was saying it's great, sorry. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, great. Let's move on. That's fantastic. That's a great idea. Did you, did you like this one, Dylan? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Great stuff. Love Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. Ever since Cross. I saw him in Breaking Bad, you know, yes. he's uh, captured my heart. <laughs> David Cross is fine. He's better than fine, surely. He's okay. <laughs> He's better than Goofy. He's the Goofy. Okay, mate. all right. <laughs> okay. Trace, trace it out. Nah, never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so recently I met up with a friend of the show, Joe Lyon. Oh, oh, Jojo. You know, you love Joe. You love some Joe, don't you? Yeah, mate, yeah. Um, and she mentioned that she went on an audition recently. Um, mm-hmm. And she said, like, you know, all auditions are pretty awkward. This one's pretty awkward. Um, and whenever anyone mentions auditions to me, I, I go straight to this sketch and actually show it to her straight away. <laughs> she love it? She loved it. Now, I don't know much about Mr. Show. Um, it was a bit before our time, about the 90s, sketch comedy, HBO. Kind of like alternative quirky sort of comedy. Bit like Yeah. Ahead of the Not time. just standard stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of those things where it wasn't, particularly commercially successful but very influential on comedians and in the comedy world. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Could you explain what happens in this sketch, please, Dylan? Well, basically, David Cross goes on an audition, mm-hmm. which is um, Bob Odenkirk. He's performing in front of and someone else, some other guy. Starbucks like, from Community. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't even notice, mm. but that's all right. Been on the Starbucks, um, so you didn't, couldn't see, obviously. Well, the quality, yeah, is a bit low, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, David Cross is like, are we going to do uh, an audition? going to do a monologue from a play called The Audition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just, yeah, it just snowballs. He's like, can I use this chair? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he's like, no, no, that's part of the, it's the monologue. <laughs> he's like, can I use this chair? Can I please use this chair? Hello, I want to use this chair. And they're like, yeah, okay. And he's like, no. <laughs> You're interrupting. It just keeps going from there. It's classic yeah. stuff. Escalation, mate. Keep comedy. And it gets to the point where you think it's not going to be funny anymore. Like you, you think you get the joke. <laughs> and maybe it becomes a little bit unfunny for a moment, but then they push it even more and it becomes funny again. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. It's it's a good running joke. Hmm. It's funny, funny, peak funny, not funny anymore, funny again. Yeah. <laughs> And then I think after then you have to end pretty quickly, which they do, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Don't ever stay there welcome. Yeah. It is good. And again, it is just, you can just see how this one comes up in a conversation or the germ of the idea is, is one of those things, it's so simple but so funny, you, you kind of wish you thought of it because it's so easy to execute. Just, just good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I came across this on Twitter in, a few years ago and it was just like a thread of people's favourite, like, you know, someone tweeted... Give me your favourite comedy sketches and someone did this yeah, and watched yeah, right. it. It's the We loved it. So that, that, that's why I said I've, I know a bit of the show but not a whole lot. So I, I came, sort of came to this one in a roundabout way, but I'm glad I did, Dylan. I'm glad I did. Well, I'm glad you did too because that's made me 
get in contact with it now. Well, there you That's go. one of my favourite sketches, Lonnie. You're spreading the word. The world's changing. Maybe your nan can watch it and then she'll, she'll have Maybe. her favourite sketch. Okay. Okay, well, we should move on now to the biggest boys in the comedy game for a very long time. Don't Monty know Python. No? Okay. I don't like Monty Python, Lonnie. Really? Where are you at with Monty? Okay. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so we don't have to explain who they you are. You well come crashing down, Lonnie. I mean, in some ways. I like them, obviously, and obviously some of their stuff is influential and classic and whatever. I'm not one of those guys obsessed with them, though, who knows every single sketch. And, like, you know, you saying this right now doesn't hurt me. So. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But so you're not a huge fan. Why is that? I just don't find them funny. I think they're more funny ideas, and I just feel they don't execute them. Yeah. They're full of potential. Yeah. But that's just me. Comedy, you know, subjective. It is objective. I can definitely see how other people find them funny. Okay. That's good. Have you seen seen, the films? I've seen some movies. Yeah, Mm. I've seen Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Um... (laughs) I think I've seen Life of Brian as well. Mm. I think there's one thing maybe we're touching upon here is the fact that Monty Python are so successful that and built up so much that when you do get around to watching them, there can be that little bit of like, oh, okay, that's they're just these guys, are they? Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, I mm. think that'd be an overhyped. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things, they broke all this ground and they would have been completely amazing to watch back in the 70s when they were so new and fantastic and different and whatever, but then, yeah, they become the norm eventually and pretty used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I haven't gone for one of the um, the more famous ones here. You know, I've gone for maybe a not so popular one, um, but for me, it is just a kind of a quintessential comedy sketch, funny idea, a fairly simple idea, really. And they eke out every joke they can, and then they finish it as soon as possible. Can you explain what the joke is, Dylan? Um, the joke is that a son comes home to see the family. The family's dressed like they're poor. The son's dressed like he's fancy. Mm-hmm. The son's actually a coal miner, <laughs> and the dad's a famous actor. He's a playwright, yeah. Yeah, great. Oh, okay, Dylan, what, you've brought the mood down a lot here. What, what's your no, problem? I didn't- didn't find it funny. Why well, isn't it like? Explain yourself. The idea's all right. That's funny enough. And then it's like, yeah, this is the joke. I get it. Why are we still going? Like, the joke is the idea. Yeah. I mean... And then <laughs> we're just, like, talking for fucking three minutes or whatever it was. Three minutes. That's good, Don. Well, it felt like ten. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you prefer Goofy, you might not appreciate this sort of... It's the Goofy of sketches, Lonnie. Oh, it's not... <laughs> to me, I know what you mean. It is a funny idea, and then they're just like, let's do it. But I feel like they got lots of good gags out of it. They joke about how, like, and they're playing off the classic sort of kitchen sink drama from Britain where it's the, the father who's the coal miner, and then the son is the one who goes off to the creative arts, and then they can't quite connect. But basically, they've said, let's just, like, flip it on its head, subvert it, we'll do it the other way around, and that's going to be funny. And it is funny, right? Like, you get it. You like it. What's the next sketch? I just wanted to mention a few more things. <laughs> if, you want, if, you want, if that's okay. Yeah, go on then. Fine. Um, 
This is the funny bit where he says with the, with the father, played by Graham Chapman, and Eric Idle is the son in this sketch, mm-hmm. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, Hampstead wasn't good enough for you. You had to go ponting off to Barnsley. Obviously, Hampstead is a fancy part of London, and Barnsley is in the north where the coal miners are, which is pretty funny to me. All right. And then, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. No, we'll keep going. <laughs> Pretend you like this. Um, when the, the son... You know, complains to the to the dad. <laughs> Your head's addled with poems and novels. Look at mum; she's worn out with meeting film stars and gala lunches. And then the dad gets up and says, "There's not wrong with gala lunch and stuff. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just funny." Okay, what about this, Dylan? What about the last line? Pretty much the last line where he, the sun storms out and says, "There's more to life than culture. There's dirt and there's smoke. Come on." That didn't give you a chuckle? Two out of ten. Two out of ten. <laughs> this stunt man. Okay, well. I'm sorry, Lonnie. I'm sorry, Lonnie. I'm just going to say, Dylan, you can have your lumberjacks, you can have your dead parents, but I'm always going to have the coal miner's son. Okay. Okay? Okay. 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 I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's move on to something that's a bit more your speed, if yeah. you can. Auntie Donna. Yeah, the boys love Auntie Donna. Okay. What's your favourite Auntie Donna sketch, Dylan? Oh, my goodness, Sonny. Um, I love Christmas Pud. That's yep. obviously a classic. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that one. Mm-hmm. I love filling up on cheese before dinner. Yeah, yeah. Classic. I love Roll Call. Mm-hmm. Probably my favourite. I think Roll Call might be the best. Um. The, the kiln one, like, get out of the kiln. <laughs> that's, that's probably Sinead's favourite one, actually. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the one where they're at the school and they're playing handball. Um, oh, I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, mate, it's great. Give it a watch. <laughs> it's so funny because there's, like, one bit where, like, you know, the cool teacher comes around. They're like, oh, like, Mr. Dennis, how you doing? Come play some ball. And he hops in for a game. They're like, you're so mad, Mr. Dennis. And he walks off and they're like, yeah, his wife cheated on him, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just shows you how two-faced kids can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, that's that's good stuff. I don't know. I've seen the Netflix show. We we love no, it. It's love great. That. Yep, yep. Um, and I've seen. I feel like I've seen a lot of their stuff on YouTube, but obviously there's so much. It's kind of I don't think I've seen. Oh, so hands, well, that's the thing. good part. You always find something new. Yeah, exactly. And then they're just good fellas. Yeah, the best. Yeah, I've I've chosen this uh, one, Dylan, today. Explaining the board game. Um, I hadn't seen this, so you haven't seen it. Oh, there you I go. 
Yeah. What did you think of it? I did like it. Liked okay. it a lot. It was That's funny. Good. Back on. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back on. You dipped into the abyss with Monty Python, and now we're back. We're out. Okay. Enough. Okay. You said you didn't even like him that much. I That's do like him, Dylan. I'm just saying I'm not like one of those guys who's, you know, obsessive with Monty Python. I, I appreciate them. I quite like them. I like that sketch in particular. It's one of the good ones, but, you know. Monty Python, eh? More like. Okay. Well, we can bring up Speed Racer and Bloody Goofy if you want to, Dylan, if you want to litigate that again. Speed Racer is the greatest film of all time. Goofy's the greatest character of all time. Shut your damn mouth. Let's get back onto the sketch, okay? Let's try and... You it's took for, us off. You good for a second. You took us off. You brought up the man who should not be named. You did this. We had a deal. No Goofy. And here you are, speaking his name, inciting me. I tried to truce it out, but he wouldn't let me. Mm. Okay. Arnie Donner's great. Yeah, so what's the sketch about, Dylan? <laughs> It's about explaining a board game. Yeah. And it's it's classic. Like, it's just, you know, that classic, there's so many ridiculous rules you have to keep mm-hmm. track of and just mm-hmm. so much nonsense you have to learn. And Yeah, and there's one guy who knows all the rules and trying to explain the other guy. <laughs> yeah, just kind exactly. of wanna, they're just there for, the, for fun. And and yeah, and he'll just mention stuff mid-game that can be game changes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, the funniest part Matt says to me is when um, they eat the chips He's like, do you think these are chips? <laughs> They're the actually potato to- tokens. Potato tokens, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's good because it's, again, I've said this many times, but it's a, just a good idea because we've all been at these, you know, board game parties where someone's playing the game and it's just so complicated and and it fills me with anxiety because you're like, I'm supposed to have having fun. I don't want to take it too seriously, but also, like, I don't want to mess up and everyone's going to look at me if I make the wrong move or whatever. Um, so it's good all that, right? But then it also kind of feels like they're just riffing at the same time. It's got that nice sort of edge of like it's just like almost ad-libbing fun stuff. So I think it's it's got a good tension between a good idea but also good performances in that sense. Which is classic Arnie Donner. Yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I think my favourite part is where it just randomly cuts to them wearing dragon masks <laughs> and then cuts away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Sine loves board games. She just... Just can't get enough of them. I yeah, like it too. There's like heaps of Gatan pieces on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was funny. But I, I'm kind of, I'm on, if, if Sinead's more um, Mark in this scenario, I'm, I'm Broden and Zach because, yeah, I, I like board games, but I find them too complicated sometimes. So. Oh, okay. You've, uh, sorry, segue. Have you played Gatan? I played it once with Joe, actually. Did you like it? I didn't mind it, yeah. Mm, okay. Have you, did you my- like it? One of my favourite board games ever. Oh, really? Okay. I play it like probably six times a week with my friends. How, how do you fit that in? Well, we hang out every week and then, uh, you know, just play that over and over. It's great. Love it. Okay, thanks for the invite. Oh, okay. You, you can come down on Wednesday, mate. Feel free. Okay. Maybe yeah, I will. On. Maybe yeah, I will, Don. Go on. Maybe you I'll won't. wear my Giffy costume. Yeah, go on. I'd love you more if you did. Wouldn't I? Because I love Goofy. How dare you speak his name again? Truth it out. No. <laughs> I get to say whatever I want, but you don't get to talk about Goofy. That's the rules, Lonnie. I don't like this rule. Oh, well, tough titties. <sighs> okay. Good one, mate.
Yeah, great one. Yeah, okay, loved it. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Anything else you want to say about it before we move on to the weirdest one of the lot? <laughs> um, you know, Arnie Donner, greatest comedy actor in Australia of all time. Yeah, I'd be keen to see him in live show that they're doing later this year, wouldn't you? Yeah, mm. That'd be great. Yeah. If it goes ahead, you know, given events. Well, yeah. See what happens. New South Wales is fucking everything up for everyone. Yeah. But, you thanks, know. thanks, Vader, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dylan, yes. where were you in 2014 when too many cooks hit the internet? Not, not watching this video, Lonnie. <laughs> Had you ever seen it before? No. Had you heard of it before? No. So, okay. Well, what did I watch? <laughs> I'm just trying to picture you looking at your list, like seeing some good classic comedy sketches and you come to this one and then your mind is blown, potentially. Well, I didn't know what was happening. I, and then I looked at the timestamp. I was like, 11 minutes? Fucking <laughs> hell. Yeah, it's a bit much, isn't it? I just, it was madness. Explain <laughs> it, because I can't. <laughs> okay, so it's a... It's a viral video. Well, it's a video that was on Adult Swim, um, you know, the comedy channel. Oh, love Adult Swim. Right yeah, on yeah. chicken. Yeah, exactly. Shout out. Um, and so it went viral on YouTube in 2014 when it was released on YouTube. Also just played, I think, various times on Adult Swim over in the, in the US. That's pretty cool. It's a surrealist, dark horror comedy sketch. The basic premise is... Um, it's take off its parody of like 80s sitcoms where introductions, like a bit like in Quantum Leap, actually, where they would introduce the characters, um, or the actors with their name, yeah. So, you know, it'd be like Dylan Hallis, you'd be, you'd be like, you know, doing the dishes or something, and then look at the camera, freeze frame, and your name <laughs> appears at the bottom of the screen. In big yeah, it's like form. shaking my head, like, there's so many dishes, how am I gonna get through them all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're singing a, a song. Too Many Cooks, that's the name of the show. And I always had this impression, I don't know, it's actually in, in the actual text of this, that they're like a family and their last name's Cook. I don't, I don't, understand. I don't know if that's actually... Oh, oh maybe, there. all right. Gets a bit out of hand, so I don't know if that holds water, but you know. Yeah, well, I, like in the concept of what this the show would be if it was real, you know. Um, and so, like, they're doing that, and obviously... The, the TV intro would only be like, you know, 30 seconds or something. <laughs> but this keeps going and going and going. And so for a while you think it's just going to be a, a sketch about, you know, it's funny names and they're doing increasingly ridiculous things and then the name and then the freeze frame on their name. And then you think it's a little bit like for a moment, it's almost like before where it's going to be funny, funny, not so funny, boring. Exactly, yeah. Oh, funny again. Yeah. And it could have just been that in five minutes, couldn't it, Dylan? It could have, yeah, yeah. But then it gets into this really weird, weirder and weirder territory where it turns out there's a guy in the background of all these shots of all the um, images we're seeing and he's a serial killer. He's like a demon, potentially. <laughs> and he um, murders everybody, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, what is there to say? It's just... It's madness, Lonnie. It's madness. Yeah, it is surreal. And I've seen some people talk about it like, so as, as the show begins, it's very much like an 80s, 90s sitcom, you know, like Roseanne, Brady Bunch, or All in the Family, all those old shows, right? Um, family Ties, potentially. Yeah. And then it, it switches sort of genres. And so all of a sudden we're doing like a, 
um, 80s cop show and then turns into like a 80s like Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek sci-fi show. For a minute there, it's like uh, Wonder Woman from the 80s. Yeah. And it's like, is it this show potentially trying to escape the killer demon presence that's in there? Potentially, like that's the reading of that sense. Basically, the fourth wall is broken and destroyed and shat upon, essentially. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it turns from this comedy sketch about making fun of funny names and having a, a funny song to like a, a full-on horror film where this young woman is running away from a guy and then he, she hides in a cupboard and then he finds her and kills her, which isn't funny. I'm not trying to say that's a funny thing that's happened, but in context from what you presented at first to what it ends up being and, and it's like a pitch-perfect satire of both those genres, it's weird, odd. Weird but good. You liked it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. And it's like... Is he like a his demonic presence a disease? Because at one point a doctor is there and it's like <laughs> the worst case we've seen, and then he realizes he's been infected and he's like, "Please kill me." I don't know. It's it's hard to put your finger on what it is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the top comment was like, "Every time I watch this, I feel like another segment gets added in." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, could they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of high profile fans. Um, Ryan Johnson even said it should have should win best live action short film at the Oscars. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I could see that. Could have, yeah, yeah. But a lot of, a lot of other comedians liked it as well. Um, it's, you know, it kind of feels like a viral video that like one of your mates made about a funny idea, but also it's got a big budget where it works. Yeah, um, and can pull off some of those. Is that sorry? Shows. Adult oh, Swim. So that's it's yeah. Adult Swim. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? I think it's funny, but also it's a bit disturbing, so... Oh, it's bizarre. It's very mm. insane. But, you know, better than Monty Python, oh, eh? Okay. All right. All right, so what were your favourite one of the ones we watched today, Dylan? Monty Python. Nah, I'm just um, oh, You're going for a second, but then you, you turn it on its head again, so good on you. Um, I don't know. I nearly want to say Mr. Show. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Either that or um, or Arnie Donna. Yeah. Just because they always, they get me. The boys. No, it's good. Awesome. What's, yeah. what's your fave? Oh, buddy. Don't turn the question back on me, Dylan. <laughs> That's what we do here, mate. Come on. Um, I like all of them, obviously. That's why I picked them. Um, yeah. So, oh, 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 no. What do I... If you want to say Monty Python, just say it, Monty. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Auntie Donna. Okay, nice, nice. That's good. Be- just because I think that's the one where I've been in that situation the most. And you can it just, relate to it most. Yeah. yeah. I think perhaps that Mr. Show was the cleverest, though, just in terms of the idea. Mm. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And then Carl Minus Sun, obviously, is, is just um hilarious. Is what? It's good. Bad. It's um, it's the anti-goofy. You might say. No, it's 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 in your eyes, relating to you. It is the goofy of sketches. <laughs> um, the worst thing I've ever seen. And I hate Monty Python. Mate, mate, mate. That's how we get more fans, right? 
yeah. pick on something that's very popular and everyone loves. Yeah, just, just shit all over it. Yeah, shit all over it. Yeah. Fuck Monty Python. Though. The most beloved comedians of the <laughs> 20th century. They've had it too good for too long. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. <laughs> they don't deserve all their glory and fame, mm, Monty. Nah. John Cleese, forget about it. Shall we move on to a segment I like to call and get amongst it, Dylan? Oh, you like to call it that? I do. You're saying I don't? Well, do you? No. I, th- I thought we should have called it something different. Okay. Too late now, mate. Oh, clearly. The brand's been established on you. <laughs> I should have spoke up earlier. I'm a coward. <laughs> At least you can admit it. Least well, admit exactly. It. Oh. Exactly. I see my shortcomings. <laughs> uh, so this week... I was watching a lot of Quantum Leap because we've just had an episode <laughs> recently. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying um, don't get amongst that because obviously you should. No, definitely, yeah. The other show that I would recommend, though, is that I've been watching a little little show called Rick and Morty. Oh, hello. The most recent <laughs> season. You sent a meme the other day. I was going to ask you, do you love Rick and Morty? But, you know, I, I didn't pull the trigger. I was worried you'd say no. Oh, so you're a fan as well, are you? Oh, mate, I love Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's a great show, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I watch Rick and Morty and I just don't pay any attention to anything else about the show outside of it, like all the bullshit with the toxic fans and the oh. time they went to go get the Szechuan no. sauce and idiots or whatever. No, I don't look at anything. No. Yeah, I just focus on my relationship with the show yep. and how much I love it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a shame that some of that reputation has come about because it is a really interesting and clever don't, show. Don't even go into it. Don't even go no, into no, it. They're, no way. No way. they're ferals. They're ferals. <laughs> Keep them in the corner where they belong. Exactly. So the fifth season um, is going really strong. I, I quite yes. like every episode so far that's come out. Did hold, Sorry, I have to ask. Did you like the sperm one? I did. You did? Okay, good. I did too. Um, me and my mate Jerry watched it. We loved it. And okay. I've heard a lot of people saying they hate it. So I don't know why. I mean, I can see why if you're not into sperm, perhaps. Like, it's on the... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> it's on, like, the raunchier end or, like, the the more oh, undergraduate sure, yeah. humour end, you know, the toilet humour-esque stuff. But even then, the episode underneath that was funny, you know, like... But that's, the... that's what Rick and Morty does. It makes toilet humour look smart. Yeah. It does, a bit like Monty Python does, dumb stuff Don't. in front... <laughs> Don't even compare the two. Highbrow stuff in a lowbrow way, lowbrow stuff in a highbrow way. You know, that's the idea. Yeah, Rick and Morty's great. Monty yeah. Python, <laughs> Anyway. The reason I want to mention it particularly, though, Dylan, mm. is that in the fifth season, episode four, do you know who makes a little appearance? <gasps> Christina Ritchie! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Our girl. She's a horse person. Yeah. <laughs> Who just uses uh, Rick for his seed. And that's fine. You do the, you, do you, Christina. <laughs> we appreciate you. Absolutely. A little thought bonus Christina Chronicles for you here on yeah. well, the main bit. show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, get amongst Rick and Morty. If you've, I think most people would, would probably appreciate it, even if it doesn't sound like your thing first up. I reckon give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it really has any weak episodes, to be honest. Like... Yeah, I like them. The, yeah. the pilot's not the best episode, but as far as pilots go, pretty good. Yeah, I was there from the beginning, so yeah. 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 I think it really kicks off with the, I think it's Love Potion number nine. 
where they just end up Cronenberg and they're on Earth. <laughs> yeah, I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, one of the best. I, I showed Disney and she wasn't so much of a fan, but it's okay. Disney like the show at all? No. Oh, no. Is that devastating for you? A little bit, Dylan. Because but... I showed it to my uncle because I thought he'd love it. Mm. Uncle Kev, shout out. You're mm. the man. Um, I thought he'd love it. He, he didn't really get amongst it that much. Yeah, okay. It's a bit disappointing, but, you know, that's all right. Have you, Still um, love you, Uncle Kev. You're all right. You're all right in my eyes. Have we shown your nan the episode, any episodes? Or? No. No. I did watch The Hard Way with my nan. Did I say that? I don't think you mentioned that. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. She liked it. She thought it was great. Good on Yeah. There's probably a few episodes she probably liked. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. But no. Great show. Get amongst Rick and Morty, everybody. Absolutely. Especially when Christina's on there, please. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I didn't pick her out at first. I only saw it in the credits. I mean, she doesn't have a very distinct voice, to be fair, but... No, and it wasn't yeah. like, here's Christina, which you're playing herself or anything like that, but... Yeah, no, it wasn't like if Sylvester Stallone yeah. showed up or yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that, but... Yeah. yeah. No, Good still. Stuff. Amazing. All right, Dylan, you and I are on the socials, aren't we? We sure are, Lonnie. We sure are. We're Just on look. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. Look up a Missy Man pod. will be there. It'd be great if you get in touch and just say hello and, and comment on if you like anything we're doing. Uh, you could be like our friend Jane Copeland. She expressed her love for our recent Shits Creek episode. Thank you very much, Jane. Well, shout out. Well, yeah. shout out for Miss Jane. Hello. <laughs> love it. I, I like to think, she didn't say this, but I like to think she agrees with me about um, Ted and Alexis being together after the show ends. Uh, so. It's wishful thinking. Social thinking. Just go with what the show's presented, Bonnie. It's the Brighton yeah. fan fiction. They're coming together. Ah, they've moved on from each other. They're my OTP, so it's all right. Ah, they're the goofy of couples, Bonnie. Okay. All right, I took it too far. We'll see, okay. No, truce? No, nah, no truce. No, oh, buddy. No. I was going to get you no the No, no. I'll die on this hill. Goofy's right. amazing. Okay, well, we're on YouTube as well, so you can look up some excerpts of us there. Sham yeah. Ring, going strong. Got some cheeky clips. Give us a like. Mm. Give us a subscribe. Ring the bell, ding, as ding, the ding. YouTubers say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and give us a review if you like on our, our episodes here on podcast app. Be good to climb the charts, wouldn't it, Dylan? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, if it's just you, me, and Jane, that's okay as well. Yeah, that's all right. That's no worries at all. Yeah. Um, if you're feeling particularly... Uh, amongst us you could even visit our website we even got one of those you can see some pictures of us and some contact details and you can check out dylan's bio which is really funny we're professionals mm-hmm, mm-hmm. absolutely next week not really sure what's going on next week but we'll get there we'll be doing something <laughs> good preview <laughs> good job why even say something what are you doing <laughs> next week uh so, yeah tonight hey <laughs> come on mate <laughs> Stop, stop busting my balls. Let's bust some balls over here. No, uh, Come on. Come on. All right, then. Do you miss me? I guess I miss you, man. Oh, I miss you, man. No, you're right, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Good Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.